before we have a, a little interview with NFL UK GM Henry Hodgson. For people listening on the podcast, thank you all so much for watching, for you know consistently listening. We really, really appreciate it. Let's go through these games very quickly. We have got the Falcons against the Jags in London on the fourth of sorry, the first of October, week four. We've got the Jags playing the Bills. Jags are the away team on the 8th of October, week 5. And then the week after, three London games in a row, Ravens-Titans. So the Ravens-Titans and the Jags-Bills games are both at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Germany, but the Dolphins against the Chiefs. Wow. I'll, I'll talk more about that after with Michaela. Uh, and then we've also got the Colts against the Patriots on the week after, November the 12th. Five great games, 10 great teams. Uh, well, not 10 great teams because there isn't 10 teams. The Jags are in twice. But uh, genuinely for me, and I'm not just saying this, it's, it's, it's the most enjoyable slate of games so far for me. And I'm I'm really, really pumped and excited to please God be there and I just watch the games also. Uh, right, we're going to bring in NFL UK GM, who we spoke to this morning prior to the announcement, Henry Hodgson, who is the main man in London. And it's been a great day for the league. And here is what Henry had to say about the announcement today. Okay, folks, on Pro Football Ireland, on the big day, the game of the international games are announced. Delighted to be joined by NFL UK GM Henry Hodgson. Henry, it's always good to see you, especially on this big day for the league. Yeah, this is always a fun one. Um, so it's nice to, to share this with you and, and to share it with NFL fans um, in the UK and Ireland. It's a good funny one. It's a funny one, Henry, because, you know, Michael's after saying what a big day it is there. I describe this as kind of like thanksgiving for uk fans and irish fans <laughs> yeah. because we're able to give thanks to you christmas day obviously comes when the games come around but uh, how satisfying is it for you when this kind of all stays under wraps and the leaks don't come because i was absolutely blown away thinking that we had one game but it was completely different the games as they transpired when they came out how exciting is that for you to keep everything under wraps and give everyone that big gift yeah, I think to take your analogy a little bit further, it's a little bit like Christmas. I've got three kids, so maybe that's like the three games. And, and it's a little bit like Christmas Eve where you know what's what's wrapped up for them uh, and you're looking forward to, to seeing their faces in the morning when they get to open their presents. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm excited. And, and, you know, always one of the most fun things is is seeing fans like yourselves and, and your reactions to, to the games that we've got. I described it as jaw-dropping when I seen it. I guess the first thing that we should focus on with the UK market, Henry, especially, is is the Jaguars and the fact that they're going to be both in the away team and the home team, uh, playing the Falcons first off and then playing the Bills. First time this has ever happened, uh, I'd say you are delighted to get that underway as well. Yeah, uh, definitely. I mean, look, I think it shows how committed the Jags are to the UK and to, to growing their audience here, but it also shows, you know, we've tried to to sort of evolve and change and, and grow in what we're doing from one game back in 2007 to multiple games over the years and so I suppose the logical next step would be looking at, at you know what would happen if a team could play back-to-back weeks and like a lot of the the evolution that we've had over that those years we're lucky to have a team that partners with us like the Jags uh, who can who can work with us on that and want to themselves to, to do things that can help them grow their fan base in the UK. Is is it easier now to get the teams over? Because like last year we saw an insane slate of games. It saw the Vikings could have changed their season had the Saints not double doinked the uprights. The Broncos had an insane game and Jaguars. It was a real flash in the pan as things turned out. And then we had the Giants beating the Packers that really put them on the map and everyone sat forward. Yep. And it kind of the attention that it brought to those teams, it kind of said, Look, we got so many level we literally got so many more 
playoff teams than we've ever seen before this side of the pond. And I guess it's kind of like the taboo around coming over this far is kind of gone. It's it's very easy to do and it doesn't upset your season. Yeah, I think you're right, Mark. It's a really good point. They, um, you know, teams have seen that that you can travel to the UK from from your hometown in the US and really not miss a beat. Uh, I think the number of times clubs have done it now probably helps. And there are a lot of coaches who've done it, you know, either with their current teams or with their former teams, either as a head coach or an assistant coach. So each of them probably has some kind of philosophy as uh, as to how to approach things. And, you know, the, the, the sort of early on, I think the received wisdom was, yeah, but we'll be jet lagged when we get back or we'll be jet lagged when we get there. And I think, you know, the, the fact that teams have gone on and been successful and that started, by the way, in year one back in 2007 with the Giants, who you know, I think in retrospect credit the fact that they spent a week in London almost as the reason that they helped them win a Super Bowl because it brought the whole team together. So, yeah, I, I think we're, we're sort of past the idea that um, that. You know, lack of sleep a week later might might become an issue. Yeah, it's funny because you're, you're talking about the camaraderie, the the thing that they develop. It's almost like a mini training camp for some teams, Henry. And exactly. for the Jaguars, they're going to have that two week period as well. Mm-hmm. It would be amiss of me not to mention Germany, um, and obviously seeing the Dolphins coming over that stood out to me like a sore thumb in a good way. I was like, oh my god, what had happened? And um, going back to what Mark said, like just the fact that this has not come out and it's going to be a great surprise for fans. It shows you. From where you've talked about in 07 with there to now just the quality of games internationally it's superb yeah look and i think even back in 2007 i know that that game in the end the quality of that game wasn't great and the dolphins when they came here in 2007 went a, a wonderful team but at the same time i think you know over the years we've had some some really good international games um and you know this year i think especially the quality across the five games in europe is 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 stellar so the the, the star players they're going to be coming along between you know from talking from a uk perspective lamar jackson josh allen trevor lawrence derrick henry um you know Bijan robinson who's going to be a star i think in the nfl all of these guys are, are players that i think um fans are going to be really excited to see we could almost play a game on that one henry because it was the stars that we have coming over so i was thinking if you could do a fantasy team out of the players that are coming over <laughs> okay, right well, interesting so if we went if you could select between Bijan robinson travis Etienne, or derrick henry uh, that's a tough one. I mean, I suppose Derek Henry, just because we know what he can do, would be my pick. But, um, you know, that's, that's, that's a difficult one. B. John Robinson, I think, is going to be a, a star in the NFL. Maybe if we were playing Dynasty, if you had to pick your quarterback, would you go Josh Allen, Trevor Lawrence or Lamar Jackson? And are we playing, just to be clear, are we playing fantasy football here? Because well, We could be guys, anything. It's it's so amazing that we I have mean, this yeah, talent. Any so of those, you can't go wrong with any of those guys, right? Poster but, on your um, bedroom wall is a good way of looking at it. Exactly. I, I would probably stick all three posters on my bedroom wall. And that's it. And we could go through it with every single position. We have yeah. Diggs, OBJ is coming. We have yeah. Drake London from the Falcons, Jesse yeah. Bates, Matt Milano, Roquan Smith. Like we could genuinely play the, the game all day. And I suppose... Are we are we able to say that these are the strongest rosters we've ever seen come to the UK? Because it is so star-studded. It really is. Um, yeah, I mean, look in term. I don't. I've hard to hard to to measure that for sure. But you know, going back over the years, we've been really lucky. And if you look at and you know have had the opportunity to look back since two thousand and seven at the number of star players, both kind of star in their own moment as well as you know retrospectively guys who've become hall of famers since then. I think you know just looking through the first couple of years, you have Michael Strahan, Jason Taylor. 
Ladanian Tomlinson, uh, Drew Brees. You know that, that was that's two, that's two years worth of of Hall of Famers in in the first two games that were in London. Um, so you know some of the young guys that we're looking at here. You mentioned some of the names, but the reality is that fans in the UK, fans in Europe, are going to have the opportunity to say to see guys who are you know without doubt going to be Hall of Fame players in the future. And I think we are, we're incredibly lucky to 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 be able to do that. We will have a lot of people, especially in Ireland, both northern side of the border today, booking flights to London and, and, and also to Frankfurt, Henry. Uh, for people obviously listening to this as well, we have been told by Virgin Media and the Republic that they'll be showing some of the games in London that are on TV, mm-hmm. which is great news this season going forward. Um, how excited are you guys to go to Frankfurt for the first time? Because it's a, a slightly smaller stadium, but infrastructure-wise, it's, it's excellent to get around. And I think, I think we're all very excited to get to it. Yeah, I might show my age here, but actually, you know, dating back to NFL Europe, which is kind of where my career um, with the NFL started, um, used to be able to to go to Frankfurt Galaxy games. And I can tell you that that stadium's fantastic, but also kind of around it, there's a tremendous amount of space. And I know that our, our events team, who's responsible for putting on all the awesome events around the games, are kind of uh, really excited about about filling that with fun things for fans to do before those games. And staying on the topic of that, uh, when Germany was first announced, it was supposed to be one game a year. And obviously it's up to two now, which is so exciting. Was that always planned or was it that I know Michael and I have not stopped raving about the passion and the intensity from Munich last year that I still haven't come down from the high? Was Did that have an impact just how special it was? Yeah, I think there are probably a number of different factors um, that, that played into that. Certainly the success of the first game, the appetite for the German fans, which I don't think you know surprised many of us, at least, that that, that was the case. Um, but then also the fact that, you know, for, for this year, at least, um, Estadio Azteca in, in Mexico City is being renovated. So it gave us the opportunity to take a game that would have otherwise been played there and, and put a second one in Germany. And, and, you know, I suppose to some extent reward the fans for their passion and, and give them an opportunity to have, have two games and back to back weekends in Frankfurt this year as well. Last one for me, Henry. We've seen with a lot of these teams and obviously it was announced as the home designated teams in January. A lot of teams that haven't been over uh, in recent years, especially. I'm, I'm looking at the build. A lot of fans are yep. very, very excited. It seems to be like there's, that there's going to be a big influx of certain fans into London. Is there anything special planned or is it all un- under wraps at the moment in terms of the fans? Uh, we'll keep it under wraps for now. Then you, we, the three of us can have a chat in a, in a couple months' time and, and talk about that. But yes, we will certainly, you know, the fact that we've got three games over the course of three weeks allows us to do some other things around those games in the weeks in between. And there'll be events for fans to, to come and enjoy. Uh, outside of just the game days themselves uh, and then we're going to do a lot I think to highlight you know for example the flag football that's been growing so much in the UK um, to highlight our NFL Academy um, who've been really successful and uh, are sort of providing that pipeline of young players the opportunity to go and play college football in the US and hopefully the next um, sort of set of, of star British and European players that are going to play in the NFL so lots of, of different things planned and looking forward to kind of unveiling those over over the next few weeks but I think you know overall for the games themselves Michael you mentioned the number of Irish fans who are who are booking their flights um, to, to come to London and and Frankfurt, my recommendation to them, strong recommendation would be to to get online right now, go to nfl.com slash international games and register your interest in in purchasing tickets because that's going to be the the best way slash only way to make sure you you have a chance to buy those tickets when when they go on sale in the summer. 
It's great that you said that my girlfriend won't be too happy. You're supposed to be in Paris for the Rugby World Cup that weekend and uh, or one of the weekends and it'll be gone now. But Michael, I want <laughs> well, to get back to Mark, I, I, uh, I'm sure you like it's not far. Get on the train. I, yes. Yeah, we'll have to commute. Imagine commuting. Back. Look at my life that I get to commute from Paris <laughs> back again. Um, well, Michael, I'll let you run down the games in a second because I'm not sure we ever did it. But um, Henry, I will say to you that last year there was five of the eight teams that played in Europe ended up in the playoffs. We have 10 teams this year. Yeah. Can we equal five teams going to the playoffs with this? Hmm. That's a great question. I'm going to say you said what five of the eight teams last year. Yeah, I'm, I, I think there'll be at least five playoff teams from the nine teams that are playing in Europe this year. Nine, yeah, that's uh, amazing with the, the talent that's coming over. Way to go to everyone yeah. involved. Yeah, well, thank you. Um, as you mentioned very quickly as well, our Henry, excited for that NFL Academy game in Dublin in August. Also, hopefully see you there. But thank you so much for your time. And uh, just for folks wondering, Falcons, Jags, Jags, Bills, Ravens, Titans in London. And then we've got the Dolphins playing the Chiefs in Frankfurt, the Colts, Patriots in Frankfurt. I'll see you there. But Henry, uh, just the very, very best over the next few months. Before you know it, it'll be kickoff week. Can't wait. Exactly. Cheers, lads. Great to speak to you. And we will uh, we'll catch up soon. I'm good, Michael, but I can't hear you and I don't know if it's me or I don't know if it's you. It's me, don't worry. I, I'm we're live and I'm, I don't have time to edit this out of the uh, out of the podcast. So a warm, warm welcome to Michaela. Big thanks as well to Henry Hodgson, NFL UK GM, um, for chatting to us this morning. Obviously a very, very busy day for him and the whole team. So genuinely appreciate that and for the continued support. Um, Michaela, could you more tattoo? Are you, Michael, excited for the, the game? I think we got a great slate. I'm really, really excited. It's, it's, it's no, but genuinely, it's funny. Like, if your response to Kachem Maratatu is not Tom Egamoy today, like, genuinely, you're doing something wrong, you know, because it's, it's such Michael, a good. Michael, I'm really bad at Irish. I dropped the ordinary no? level. I don't know a word of Irish talking to the wrong person. When you say ordinary level, like, are we talking like basic, basic, basic? Yeah. Like, basic. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm, okay. yeah. No, I hate Irish. <laughs> we can have this conversation on the plane to Frankfurt. Um, here's the thing, right? And it's funny because people like, I don't know, like this morning was just, I put a tweet out this morning at 6 a.m. Um, <laughs> saying like, here we go, big day today, tw- t- like 12 p.m. And literally like, if you're listening to this, folks, you know who you are. Like within an hour and a half, I had to like, I can't go with you. Like literally like all these people were asking questions, but genuinely like, I've never seen anything like it where we just didn't really have a clue. Like, I mean, I, I know I was chatting to you close enough till one out and you were shocked. Um, I, I think it would be great to like, let's go over like each game one by one in a second mm-hmm. in, in detail, but just, I guess your general thoughts so far, cause it's uh it's going to be an interesting season, especially when you see these five games. It is. It's going to be a really fun season. And I think, the NFL fans in Europe and the UK have been really, really lucky with the slate of games. We're always lucky. I always consider ourselves lucky that we have got games to go to over here uh, in Europe. But um, last year's games, I think, you know, there was a lot of, you know, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, you know, Trevor Lawrence, all those guys are here. But I definitely think these year's games are very are fantastic. You know, you got Mahomes, Tua, Josh Allen, Trevor, 
Derek Carr at the Saints, you know, Anthony Richardson with the Colts, you know, top 10 picks. So, I, like, we're spoiled for choice. Such so does not one bad game in that schedule. Let's um, let's actually go through that now in a wee second. I have to say, I I I know I text you the whole Dolphins Chiefs thing, and you and you were buzzing. Like I, when I seen it, I was like, wow, like really, because mm. we we were thinking for days it was going to be um, the Bears against the Chiefs, and then we thought it might be the Lions. So I, I just didn't expect it to be the Dolphins I, at all. So. I even would have been happy with the Bears, even though you know they had the first pick and they traded it away. Um, I still would have been happy with the Bears because I do think Justin Fields going to be a great quarterback in the league. So to see him against Mahomes, like obviously the Chiefs probably would have, would have obliterated them, but you would have seen a star in the making in fields. But, um, and even, I think who were the Patriots supposed to say, play the Saints? The Saints oh, actually, I, think, I think I confused that. It's not the Saints. I did say Derek Carr previously. No, it's not the Saints. The rumor was that it was going to be the Saints. That's yes, why I said Derek Carr and it's the Colts. But you did say, you did say Richardson. So like, I mean, you were grand. Like, but it's funny because literally a national newspaper in Germany said that those were going to be the games. And then yeah. and they and it, it, it obviously stuck in people's heads. Um, but I'm actually kind of glad it's not the Saints. I would have rather, you know, I don't think, I think the Saints are kind of in a kind of rebuilding. The NFC South isn't one of my favorite divisions. Um and I know the Colts aren't a great team either, but, but you know, I think it's a bit more interesting to see the Colts, you know, because, you know, they've had a bad quarterback situation the last few years. So I think that's a more interesting game that we're getting against the Patriots rather if it was the Saints. Let's uh, quickly like just have a crack with each of these games. It's funny because I know we had a, a, like, a like a podcast or a video episode that we're doing our team reviews at the minute and the, the first one that we recorded was Arif Hassan, myself and Mark doing the Vikings and then me and you Michaela have recorded the, the Orlando Ledbetter one and it's funny because mm-hmm. um, like that one's going out tomorrow but we, we recorded that not in, like we, we didn't have a clue that the Falcons would be coming to London and like the Orlando genuinely like you'll, you'll if, be able to walk back tomorrow. If he knew he hit it very well because we even asked that's one of the questions we asked him about the Falcons potentially coming back to London so if he knew he hit it very well that that's the thing like it does seem like it's very and maybe this is with the growth of the league and like the fact that it's just an hour game almost now to an extent in terms of the actual game itself but um maybe it is going to be like that now where a lot of it is just hush hush uh but but we'll see um yeah, I guess starting on that there, like, you know, we, we've we got Desmond Ritter, and I can't even talk, in Atlanta. It'll be him or Taylor Heineke, surely at that point. Hopefully for Desmond Ritter's sake, he'll be the starting quarterback. But um, I guess we can sort of flex on both games here because the Jags are the home team at this game at Wembley. We're, we've got three weeks in a row in London. Um, I'm, I am not spinning any story here. I'm, I'm genuinely excited to see the Falcons come back to London. They played at Tottenham a few years ago. Cal Pitts got his first touchdown oh, as a Falcon. And then you get Trevor Lawrence as well. So in the space of 7 to 14 days, we'll please God be able to see Trevor Lawrence as that Jaguars quarterback. And in a situation where it's he's playing that Falcons team, who, in my opinion, should be performing for that NFC South Championship towards the end of the season because of the because of the quality of it. And then we got that Buffalo game, which we'll talk about in a second. But um, it's a big commitment by the Jaguars to go over twice as well. Yeah, but I always think they, you know, with their owner and stuff like that, and he owns he owns Fulham as well, doesn't he? So yeah, he he has the link to England and stuff like that. So I know I know there was always kind of talk about you know if they ever move the team over it'd be the Jaguars and stuff like that and I think the Jaguars I I always said I, I think all those teams should 
stay in the States. I don't think there should be any English teams or European teams. Um, but I think the Jaguars are doing the smart and good thing. I do think they should, you know, there should be teams coming over and kind of putting their mark on different you know, places, you know, the Chiefs are doing it in Germany, the Jags have done it in London, you know, they should make these international locations, you know, there's their home away from home in a sense, you know, they should plan one or two games at least, you know, every, at least every second year. And so they can build up their fan, ba- their fan base, you know. And I think I said this slate of games was one of the best, I think, that we've had in a while, but the Falcons and the Jaguars would probably be my least favorite to watch. And that's just in terms of the quarterback situation at Atlanta. When I texted my friend and we were talking about the, the reveal of all the games and he was like, who even is the quarterback at Atlanta? That that's where they are at the moment. And I think, you know, I don't see those two quarterbacks getting really far. Like I don't think they're going to win their division. So, but, you know, even if you got to go to that game or you watch that game, you're still watching Trevor Lawrence. And I think Mark said it on his Twitter that it's a revenge game uh, between Calvin Ridley and the Falcons. And I think that will add even more interest to it. There's that. I I, I really think and um, we can plug this part of the episode in in, in October. I think it's going to be the last play of the game again. I think I just I just feel like when it's in a different country, it just adds a bit more. I'm intrigued to see like you know obviously Ritter's going to be QB one, and we and we will talk about that in more detail in the Falcons episode, barring some sort of training camp miracle. But um, let's see what happens. Like you know, B. John Robinson like as well coming in. It's going to be great for fans to see. So it's it's, it's definitely going to be fun. I, um, I don't you know we obviously didn't talk about much about that draft, but you know I don't I didn't get that pick to be honest. Especially when they've got two other, like I mean, I guess, I guess you know, you're, you're looking at Cordell Patterson could probably go, but then they'll they'll only have the two there. Let's jump onto the Bills. Obviously, we've mm-hmm. we've known the Bills are going for two months. I'm excited to see Josh Allen. Um, yes. if you give me at two thirty p.m. in the afternoon, Josh Allen against Trevor Lawrence at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, Michaela, I will take it and I will run for the hills because um, this game is going to be as ho- almost as hard to get tickets for, it seems. As the Chiefs. Like this Green Bay game last year in London. And yes, the Chiefs as well. Yeah, I think I think it's very close in talking about what is the best game. Is it the Chiefs or the Dolphins? Or is it the Jaguars and the Bills? Um, I'm personally going with, if I had to pick, it, the game I'd want to see is the Jaguars and the Bills because, you know, Tua, I know he had a great start to the season last year and he was in MVP talks, but he fell off kind of towards the end. And there's always kind of been question marks about him. There's always been trade rumors, you know, where they're going to bring in Deshaun Watson, where they're going to bring in other quarterbacks. So for me, that's kind of not like a like I like a quarterback, like an elite quarterback versus an elite quarterback, where I do think Trevor stepped it up last year, and I do think you know he probably will reach the potential everyone has expected of him. So I would rather see the battle between Josh Allen and Trevor Lawrence rather than Mahomes and Tua. Oh, I like that. I actually had a, a friend in Germany text me something similar today. Mm-hmm. Um, they were saying that they're more excited about like those games than like I, I'll talk about that in a second. I, I think that game's ten out of ten. I, I'm I'm actually buzzing. That, please God, Tua is fit enough to actually play that game. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, like Lawrence for me, obviously a big. Big season coming up for him. We we've we've always known that, that the Jaguars will be coming over here because that deal is still still present. I think if it wasn't for COVID, 
uh, in terms of like sort of putting stuff back 12 to 18 months. I think the Jaguars would have done this last year, but it's a welcome move. It means that we can have different games here as well. So um, happy days. Um, and I know, I know Trevor's, I follow Trevor's wife on Instagram and she's already gearing up, ready to go. She's asking where to stay in Ireland, but she specified not Dublin. She asked where to stay in Ireland, but not Dublin. And I don't know if that's because she's already been or because it's oh, just God. not the nicest city. And then also she's planning on going to Scotland as well. Any interest to anyone? <laughs> text back to her saying, Calvin. Uh, the Orlando just texted me saying, yes, sir. Can't wait. Good Lord willing. So there you go. He's definitely coming. Um, very, very quickly on, on these on these London games, because I've got to drop off in five, ten minutes. Ravens coming. Now, that was the one that I started to hear a little bit of talk about last night. And... Mm. I'll not go into detail on that, obviously, because it's official now, but that was the only sort of game that started to, to whisper out. It's been a while. The Ravens, Michaela, I haven't got it in front of me, but Joe Flacco, I think it's like 20 or 30 passing yards the last time they were in London. Jim Harbour was quite quite vocal about it at the time, sort of saying that that's down as maybe somebody else to, to sort of go to London. and he, he wasn't fussed on going back. I mean, look, that's the only negative thing I'll say. The Ravens are going back. I'm sure Coach Harbour etc will embrace it lamar jackson coming to london mm. against the tennessee team which are an intriguing team a team that a lot of people expect to okay maybe, maybe take a step down this season but <laughs> if they can sort of like fix over the cracks of it you got derrick henry there this could low-key be a 10 out of 10 game like genuinely if, it, if you get it on the right day yeah, it, it definitely could. Um, I think it's very exciting. Yeah. Like if you look at all them quarterbacks that are coming over, you probably got the best. You could probably got top three of the top five quarterbacks. You know, you got Mahomes going to Germany. You got Josh Allen going to London, um, and then you've got Lamar Jackson going to London as well. And you know, recent MVP, um, a couple of years ago. So. I was very excited when I heard this because um, I was like, we're getting Josh Allen, we're getting Mahomes and we're getting Lamar Jackson. Like I could not believe that the Ravens were coming over and you know, whoever gets to go to that game at this moment in time, he's the highest paid player in like in the NFL with that new contract. And you know, not only that, you have OBJ as well, who will be on that team. I can't hear you again. Um, yeah, you're grand. You're fine, don't worry. It's all good. Uh, and then they got Zay Flowers, you know, who they... I think people want to see, you know, Lamar saying, I want to pass for 6,000 yards this season. So, you know, hopefully he'll be lighting it up in London, getting 300, 400 yards a game over there. It'd be interesting. Yeah, don't worry. I wasn't shouting that you're Lamar Jackson thing. I was actually saying hello to my wife that came in from work. So big, big shout out to her life. <laughs> uh, I got to bounce in a few minutes, but let's just finish off in this. The Germany games, uh, like, let's look at both of them together. Dolphins, Chiefs. Colts, Patriots. I'm sure everyone has been on the Lufthansa Frankfurt 9:50 p.m. flights tonight. That's going to be good fun on the Sunday. Those games kick off at 3 p.m. And before people say you're crazy, the airport is five minutes from the stadium, five kilometers. So, see you there, folks. Uh, for me, Michaela, both games are great. Um, intrigued to see what the Patriots are like come that point in the year mm. going up against as, as we said they're out in the Richardson and the Colts but that, that game between potentially Mahomes and Tua is potentially you know that's Sunday Night Football stuff for me that, that's like they, they could have kicked off the season with that like everyone's yeah, talking about 100%. Tua and his concussions and stuff but this is it's way more than that like they could have a hell of a year they could yeah and if Tua if Tua you know clears his 
concussion issues and he's fit and ready to go and you know he kind of gains that confidence back he lost when you know he started to lose towards the end of the season to Brock Purdy and stuff like that I think if he can continue I think it's always been a confidence thing with him you know listen and I don't blame him you know like listening to those trade rumors all the time listening to people kind of give out and criticize him because he didn't have an amazing rookie season like Justin Herbert who went one pick after him he's always going to be scrutinized for that so I think I would like to, uh, you know, to have an amazing season. I would love him to continue what he did last year up until the end of the season. And if he can just get that consistency, he'll be one of the top quarterbacks in the NFL. That's all he needs is the consistency and confidence because if he had continued that last year, he probably would have finished just behind Jalen Hurts in the MVP ranking. I'm putting it out there now. I think it'll be a classic that Chiefs-Dolphins game. I'm putting it out there, not because somebody commented on it. I'm going to try and persuade my wife to go to Frankfurt that weekend, trying to get a reaction. I'm not getting it. <laughs> Smile, maybe. No, not even. Anywho, um, I thought that was going to happen. For anyone watching this or listening to this, there is an international game in Mexico in 2023 due to renovations taking place in the Azteca for the World Cup in 2026. The full schedule is released on NFL Network at NFL.com tomorrow night. Friday morning for us, I think it's 8 p.m. Eastern tomorrow night. And if you are interested in buying tickets to any of these games this year, you need to go to nfl.com slash international games. Michaela, that's all the time I have. Have you any final words for me? Just, I'm re- I really hope we we can get over to a couple of these games and, you know, especially, even I'd be, I'd be happy when I need them, to be honest. They're all great games. I will publicly say on here for you know attempts of people DM me tonight. I have a season ticket that is sitting there for Tottenham. So if anybody you know needs a hand, I mean fans in Ireland or, or anyone that needs like I'll happily chat these about it. For, for anyone listening to the podcast, thanks a million for for listening. Please do subscribe, follow Michaela. I will talk to you soon. Uh, enjoy the rest of your day.